Apple's game porting toolkit, announced at WWDC, looks like it's a way bigger deal than Apple made it sound, and may shake the very foundation upon which the Temple of Gaben is built. I'm Jacob Rush, this is TechLinked, and you're about to be a Mac gamer. It's happening. Just accept it. Turns out, in addition to making it easier to port Windows games to macOS, the Game Porting Toolkit, or GPT, weird coincidence, can be used right now to run Windows games at playable frame rates and quality settings similar to the Steam Deck's Proton compatibility layer, as shown by Redditors. This is huge for pressuring my Mac using friends, ha, imagine me having friends, into playing games with me, a person who definitely doesn't have friends. The kit uses source code from Crossover, a Wine-based open-source solution for running Windows games on macOS. First published in 2007. According to a statement from Codeweavers, they are pleased to see Apple recognizing the power of Wine as a tool, 16 years after the fact. That's an oversight that's apparently old enough to drive. Apparently, the new toolkit will quickly convert Windows games to run on macOS, translating Intel-based x86 instructions and Windows APIs to the corresponding Apple Silicon instructions and macOS APIs. Developers will also be able to launch an unmodified version of a Windows game on a Mac and see how well it runs before fully porting a game. Some individual users have already tried running major titles on their own, such as Diablo 4 and Cyberpunk 2077, which managed to run on an M1 MacBook Pro, although it ran at 14 FPS and was more than a little buggy. Not buggier than when it was first released on the PlayStation 4, though. Boom, roasted. <laughs> Twitch updated its terms of service with restricted new rules on sponsorships and multi-streaming on Tuesday in the platform's latest attempt to trim down its user base. There's just too many streamers! Too many what? I, I can't throw enough kids' birthdays to deal with all these streamers! Twitch's new guidelines stated that sponsored videos, banners, and audio ads that are burned in would be prohibited, and a previous policy banning Twitch partners and affiliates from simultaneous live streaming on Twitch-like platforms, also known as simulcasting, will now apply to everyone without advanced written permission from Twitch. It's like getting a permission slip from your mom, except instead of a child taking a field trip to the aquarium, you're an adult operating a small business. Twitch also limited the size of advertiser logos to a maximum of 3% of the screen, like a sponsored game of Where's Walmart? And a completely prohibited promotion of a bunch of products ranging from vape pens to male enhancement products, no doubt frustrating many unenhanced viewers. Streamers, of course, took this in stride, by which I mean they were furious and threatened to boycott. Confronted by thousands of angry Let's Players and Reaction Streamers and Let's Not Players, you know, the kind of people who yell for a living. Twitch attempted a swift backtrack, first apologizing for the overly broad changes, then, right before we started filming, rewrote the guidelines, forcing us to rewrite the story and film it again. Come on, Twitch! What won't you screw up? So, the new, just updated branded content guidelines doesn't restrict burned in ads at all, although changes to the prohibited types of branded products and the ban on multi-streaming still stands. So in the eyes of Twitch, if you live stream in three places at once, you're still a two-time and hoe. Unfortunately, for streamers looking to jump ship, Twitch's partnership program actually charges a $25 fee for anyone looking to leave. Just like me on a first date. And thousands of Reddit communities are planning to go dark June 12th in protest of Reddit's proposed API costs, which will likely spell the end of multiple popular third-party apps such as Apollo, Sync, Relay, and Narwhal. The list of protesting subreddits is extensive, and at least 37 different communities have over 5 million subscribers each. 
Reddit's actions have been so egregious, it's brought together the forces of r slash anti-work, r slash cryptocurrency, and r slash wolves with watermelons. One subreddit, however, is planning to cross the picket line, r slash UFOs, which reneged on the walkout after users protested that they may miss an important revelation in the US government's ongoing public investigation into UFOs. What if on June 12th, the aliens invade and we're all caught in their pants down because Reddit user u slash the truth is out there 69 failed to man his post. He wasn't Naruto running fast enough. What are we going to do? The blackout will last at least 48 hours, but some of the subreddits may not come back at all as their moderators refuse to use Reddit's clunky first party moderation tools. While it's easy to hate on Reddit moderators as a population composed of power tripping busybodies and actual 14 year olds, Reddit offloads a ton of potentially expensive labor onto its volunteer moderators. The mods do a lot to make Reddit what it is, both for better and for worse. While the change to API prices was likely motivated by AI developers using Reddit as a free training data bucket, pricing out third-party apps isn't necessarily a drawback in Reddit's eyes. I mean, that's capitalism. The platform has increasingly pushed users towards its first-party app, though less through making an, the app a pleasant and convenient experience and more through making its mobile website like trying to read a book with both your hands duct taped to your face. That's why... audiobooks. Don't knock until you try it. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Motion Gray. When you're on your daily grind, keeping mind of your posture is key to preventing back pain. But have you seen the prices of some of the standing desks and chairs out there? That's where Motion Gray comes in. They have your ergonomic solution at an affordable price. Their sit-to-stand desks come in a wide variety of models and sizes and are simple to assemble. Throw in all their available accessories and you're sure to find your dream desk setup. They also have a range of ergonomic chairs available with each one focusing on adjustability, affordability, and providing maximum comfort. Check Motion Gray at the link below and use code Linus for 10% off your purchase. Grab onto your friggin' butts, you guys, because here comes five full quick bits. Woo! The biggest WWDC announcement has finally been revealed. It wasn't the Vision Pro, the Mac Pro, or even the Mac Gaming Revolution. It's that iPadOS 17 will support external webcams, other cameras, and any microphone over USB-C, continuing Apple's long, slow journey of maybe, eventually, justifying that What's a computer ad by actually making the iPad into a sort of computer? PC users, however, are still waiting for an apology. Bing users have noticed that entering a search for Chrome actually prompts Bing to look for news articles about Bing features instead. Apparently, someone at Microsoft genuinely thought they could serve a full-page Bing ad to Chrome enthusiasts and blame it on their state-of-the-art AI. Whoa. Whoa, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, going rogue. And wouldn't, you, wouldn't you know it, the, uh, the, the error stopped happening minutes after the story broke and Microsoft was reached for comment. Man, that Sydney sure learns fast. Instagram is allegedly testing an AI chatbot, according to a leaked screenshot. The AI will answer questions and give advice that you definitely shouldn't take, it's going to be bad, but more uniquely. The screenshot says you can chat with 30 AI personalities and find which one you like best. Apparently, the people at Meta looked at ChatGPT and Bing and thought, you know what would make a thing more stable? More split personalities. 30 of them? Yeah, 30. They deleted 20 last time. But Bing, presumably, the most popular personality, will then be uploaded to Mark Zuckerberg, who has none. I mean, it's enough they gave him legs. That's true, they finally did. They spent all that time 
greasing him with with sun sunscreen. Have you seen that picture? Well, that, that's actually uh, that's actually his motor oil. The FBI is warning that scammers are increasingly using public photos and videos to create deepfake sex tapes as a tool for extortion. Sextortion, if you will. Personally, I won't. This is an evolution of an already common practice of catfishing unsuspecting people into sharing sexual videos and images of themselves for blackmail purposes. This is why I don't have friends. <laughs> because so, you kept extorting them for news? No, no. So I never get extorted. I'm all, I always come out on top. I'm always on top. Even more people are potentially vulnerable to this new scam, as most of us have pictures and videos of ourselves hosting a thrice weekly news show. It's a common problem. And a Redditor has created anime-inspired QR codes that actually work using Stable Diffusion. According to their website, they were able to train a model of ControlNet, which is Stable Diffusion's neural network, to generate QR codes resembling traditional Chinese patterns and Japanese ukiyo-e art styles. More importantly, they made codes that look like waifus. Truly, this is an age of wonders. Now, lonely internet dwellers can fall in love with URLs. I mean, I've already made a shrine to the YouTube channel in my closet, and Imager-chan, please answer my emails. And you'll fall in love with Friday's episode when you come back for more TechLinked. But don't get like weird and draw an anime Riley Husbando. Or honestly do, we could, we could use the engagement. Um, or you could draw me. Pew, pew, pew. Ba -da -da.